And she's talking about her little acceptance speech with her saggy titties just like rolled up in her little whatever. Oh, she's disgusting. And she's sitting there saying, about, we need to change these vote laws that are oppressing us. And then I put a little thing, 12 seconds later. And she's dancing in a big red fluffy. It looks like she skinned uh, Elmo and fucking wore his ass. Well, she's sitting there with her Grammy of just dancing and shit. And everybody's like praising her like, oh, look at her, a successful black woman who's so oppressed. You're like, well, she's eaten for about four. She just won an award. She's a millionaire. I, sign me up for this oppression. I'll take it hands down. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. applause <laughs> i love it we've got just ourselves in this room and it just yeah. sounds like this massive room that we're walking out to yeah. where everybody's like yay <laughs> happy wednesday folks it's here john burke and josh john and josh in the afternoon coming to you straight from rumble at 12 p.m cst monday through friday playing the classic hits like who the fuck's car is that coming at me <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, it's a real article. It's a real thing for those that don't know. Uh, Right now, trending all over social media, all over MSM, is a uh, drunken Democrat uh, basically ran over and killed an 18-year-old Republican. He confesses to police that the reason he did it is because he was a Republican, which this could be easily classified as a hate crime. We've got the illegal aliens wanting to sue DeSantis, or they are filing a lawsuit against DeSantis. Uh, New York AG is now (laughs) filing suit against Trump. Um, my gosh, it, it just, everything has gone off the rails of sanity into like, what the hell is happening? What's going on? So this is where we're at folks. This is, I mean, we say this repeatedly over and over again, but like, again, this is where we're at. So, but anyway, before we get into that, let's just kind of spit on the tip and just ease it in before we just go heart and heavy into the, the anal zone of politics. Cause so this is just like the shittiest stuff. I know you're welcome. You're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take off early today. I got to take my bike in. I got to get the oil changed. I'm thinking about maybe trading it in. I want to get something blue. I like my black bike. Like a moped? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I like, I want a bigger bike. Um, I have the Indian Chieftain, which is a pretty big one, but I was, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's talked about the Challenger. I want to look at this and mm-hmm. just give it a look-see because I think the bigger, the more relaxed you are, you can just kind of chill on it. Yeah. And everybody was like get razzing me on it. It's like, it's a nice grandpa bike you got there. It's like, what, do you want me hunched over on like a freaking rice rocket? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, I like relaxing when I ride. But everybody's like, you got a grandpa bike. It's like, yeah, this bike was 30K. It's probably more than your fucking piece of shit Toyota Corolla. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm such a dick. 
I gotta be day. nicer. I gotta be nicer. I can't help myself. My dad slapped the shit out of you with my ring hand. <laughs> How'd practice go last night with the kids? Uh, it went good. Football practice? Yeah, it was well received. As far as do, what? Uh, just tightening practice up. Practice or just chewing them out? Oh, I didn't chew them out. You know, I, I, I knew we you took wouldn't. The, I, you didn't have the balls to do it. You were super out? nice. Oh, no, you no, were no. like, we, hey, we guys. We tightened the reins. We tightened the reins on them. What hey, does tighten the reins constitute? That means showing up to practice and practicing. I'm like, hey, guys, <laughs> how, what, however we practice out here is how we're going to show up on Sunday. Okay? Wait, you had kids not showing up for practice? Well, I'm not just... Not everybody can make it, so we have practice two days a week. Okay. So last night we had six kids uh, that showed up. So how many? How many on the team? Eight. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. So it's you know six on six. So oh, you okay. Know, you have to have at least six kids to okay to make the game work for us. But so uh, wait, even if you have six and the other team has nine, they're still hitting the field with nine. Well, I mean, you substitute players. Well, There's, I'm just saying, it's like yeah. if all you have is six, yeah, but they have nine. They're going on the field with nine. Well, no, they're going to go on the field with six, but oh, they can okay. substitute. So okay, so it's points. only six allowed on the field for right, each team. Okay, right, wasn't right. sure of that. Okay. So yeah. I was like, that's unfair. It's like if the other team has nine, you only got six, you're fucked. Uh, yeah. Why can't we cover these receivers? Like, uh, well, Bill, I mean, the two little shitheads didn't want to show up, so. That happened to us last season uh, where we had just enough kids to play the game, mm-hmm. and uh, they won, so they did good. But uh, it was a good practice. You that's know, good. we you know, just got some bread and butter plays, and. Ran mm-hmm. those over. And I mean, over that's again. all. Yeah, that's all you can do at this you point. Know, is the basics. Them, you put them. In, we put them in some groups, though. They know, you know, group one, group two, group three. Were they separated by color? Did, did you? What do you mean? I mean, like, did you separate them according to like liberal standards? Like, you put the whites over there, blacks <laughs> there, the Hispanics over. Did you, did you do that? Because I feel like to do that, it helps identify that we're different and we respect our differences. That way, when say, for example, uh, someone from Hispanic group catches the ball, you know, you go easier on them because they're minority, and we have to be careful with what no, we do with minorities. No, we, uh, you plow the shit out of them, all of them, yeah, like with each other. Just, good, good. Just let them uh, do their things. Good, but it was good. You know, that's good. We had to give him a little pep talk and let him know that, you know, we're going to you know, just make sure that we're organized when we go out there on Sundays for the game. That's so all you can do. We don't look like a, I mean, last week we were, it looks like we were playing against like Bill Parcells. <laughs> like they, this coach had a binder that was like three inches thick, <laughs> like flipping through pages of plays. And these kids and, are just like. And if you look at the book, it's nothing but like happy face drawings where each player should be. And then like little squiggly marks like, okay, so happy place is going to go over here. Because kids would understand that, you know, yeah. you got you to simplify it for them. I well, get they, that. I mean, we, they were just playing. We were playing an older group of kids. So. Yeah. It was all right. I mean, it's fine. Well, that's good to Sometimes hear. Sometimes you, you need to get beat bad to yeah, that, that really will appreciate wake, winning. Yeah, <laughs> that'll wake you up. That'll be like, I don't want to see that happen again. I think it's good, though. You instill that um, that hatred of losing them or yeah. hatred of losing in them. Excuse me. At a very young age, nobody should be accepting or happy with failing or losing. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's what losers say. Right. You know, I, I've seen that repeated uh, continuously on social media by these these freaking just beta bitch coaches and shit like that to where it's like, hey, it's just about having fun. You know what's fun? Winning. Winning is having fun. Coming together as a team, practicing, playing your heart out on the yeah. field, giving everything you've got only to come away with a trophy or a win, securing a victory and functioning as a team. Yeah. That's a great feeling. That's what I tell them is, you know. We're not jog- we're not walking off the field. We're jogging off. Mm-hmm. We're jogging every place we go. That's good. You know, we yeah. we're getting lined up. Make sure everybody around you knows yeah. what they're doing, their mm-hmm. position. Yeah. You know, the, some of the kids that aren't as skilled as the other kids help yeah. them out. You know, that's why we're there. Yeah. Like, win or lose, we're going to be organized when we go out there. Yeah. We're going to know what we're doing and we're going to run our plays. Be good sportsmen. Yeah, yeah. and we're not going to be sloppy. Absolutely, so, that's a great way to be. You know, they're third graders. <clears throat> they're you know they could take it on. So 
That's great. Um, so for those that don't know, if you look in the bottom right-hand corner of the Rumble stream, if you got an iPhone, this is how you can essentially turn on your notifications. When you go to follow us, you see that little bell there to the right. Click that bell, and you can say receive instant notifications, which are emails, when we go live. But just so you all know, from here on out, 12 p.m. CST will be live, give or take five minutes, depending on what we got going on. So 12 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. Uh, that's where you can find us live here over on Rumble. And if you could, tap that share button, share us on your social media. We appreciate it. Uh, a lot of news to get to today. There's just a lot here to cover. And it's like, oh, oh, God. It's just, it's just so much. But, yeah. This, 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 uh, this 18-year-old that was murdered, bro, it's just, uh, the thing that aggravates me the most about this is that they've continuously went after Trump for January 6th for his his speech where he incited violence and riots and shit like that, uh, which he didn't. Again, we've proven this time and time again. So when you actually have something like this happen, and I'm going to say something that a lot of people are not going to like, do I blame Biden for this? No. This guy decided to do it on his own. Does, should Biden bear responsibility for his, um, his rhetoric at his last speech where he demonized MAGA Republicans as extremists? Yes, he should, according to liberal standards. Absolutely. This is how they think. You know, they call this, like, when you say anything against somebody or say you disagree with them, they label that as an attack. Um, they are attacking you. It's like none of you have ever been attacked. None of you have ever been punched in the face or even shot at. You don't know what being attacked means. What you do have is people disagreeing with you. And in your mind, you translate that as they are attacking me because they are essentially um, countering my viewpoint, my perspective. And I don't like that. I don't like having my thoughts challenged. Therefore, they are attacking me and I should go in defensive mode. That's what liberals do. They cannot have cordial discussions. They will not have good debates. Instead, they go into that, that they attack me mode and play the them. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get into this. You know, uh, I, go ahead. I'm not sure that I agree with the fact that Joe Biden doesn't have anything to do with. Yeah, what do you got? I mean, he was saying that MAGA Republicans are, you know, Nazis. Mm -hmm. True. Um, well, did he say that or did he say extremists? Extremists? I no. mean, no, we got to be we got to be honest with this one. Extremists are not Nazis, just extremists. They're well extremists. Yeah. So do I think he thinks we're Nazis? Absolutely, I do. But we have to go by what he said. But do I think he bears some responsibility? Well, of course he does. But uh, I'm going to say about at least seventy five percent responsibility on this because yeah. when you're out there telling a group of people that MAGA Republicans yeah. are extremists and are a threat to yeah. uh, democracy, the country, yeah. democracy, then what do you expect? I mean, you could compare his speech and Donald Trump's speech. Oh, Biden's was 10 times worse. And he worse. said, peacefully protest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can go back. Anybody can go back and listen to her, read the yeah. transcript. Mm -hmm. So it's, I We don't should know. do that one day. I want to pull that Trump speech up and actually listen to it live and say, okay, find me in there where he literally says or alludes to going and protesting inside and storming the building. Right. He, he never said that. He never said yeah. And he keeps repeating this uh, Charlottesville yeah. find people <clears throat> yeah. lie. Yeah, it's he's talking about both sides. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't talking about specifically the white nationalists. That he were there. says he's it. Talking, yeah, Trump said he's like, I'm not talking about white nationalists or yeah. KKK or any of that. All that should mm -hmm. be condemned totally. Well, the press does this intentionally. They take something like this, but the and president willfully of the United it. States, yeah. this fake president that's occupying the uh, Oval Office, there mm -hmm. is spreading this lie. Yeah, he, and he, it's just, I, I think he's he bears a lot of responsibility for. Uh, if anything, like come midterms, man. This but is same just, with the Democrats, yeah. with the BLM and Antifa rioting across this, the country. Yeah, they bear responsibility for that because they're perpetrating lies. Yeah, 
True. You're gaslighting these lies. Yeah. But, I mean, who's going to hold them accountable? It's going to have to happen in the voting booth. Yeah, it's got to be voters. Yeah. Voters have to go out there and actually run. They're going to have to run to the polls, yeah. vote, take your friends, bring your friends. Don't slack off. Like I said, if you're listening to this podcast, when it comes time to mm-hmm. vote, go vote and bring three friends. Yeah, That's all you got to do. Today's a big one, right? Yeah. Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're going to see the outcome of that one. Is that between, is that uh, Kemp, Kemp and, uh, Grimace. oh God, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be interesting. If she wins, dude, you know, you know, there's going to be so much people saying, so many people saying this is election fraud. Regardless of if she won fair or not, it's just that becomes the standard now. If we lose, the other person cheated. Which I see yeah. why there's justifiable cause in that, or why I people mean, are saying yeah. that. I don't know. I'm not a Kemp fan, but yeah, I mean either. But even still, I'm I'm I prefer him yeah, over her. Prefer, She's an idiot. Right. She is an idiot. But let's get into today's first story here. And before we get into that, folks, uh, just remember today's episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. If you have trouble sleeping, we can help you out with the Rackout gummies. They are THC-free. All they have is CBD and melatonin, 15 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of melatonin. We had that wonderful review from that firefighter. Oh, yeah. He left it on Google, and it was a very deep, you know, emotional review. Like, this guy had seen a child, I think, burned to death. And it bothered him. Am I, am I right on that one? I'm not sure how they... He alluded uh, to it. Like there yeah, was a, he said there was... A, a kid. S- yeah, there was a kid who, yeah. who, who was killed. And he probably had nightmares from that. Right. And he said he had trouble sleeping. He tried the rack house and they worked wonderfully for him. He's a firefighter. I would imagine they get drug tested. He hasn't failed one yet. Mm-hmm. This will... You have our personal guarantee. You will not fail a drug test on this. It's impossible. There is no THC. And we have every batch that comes to our office third party tested before we even release it just to verify, mm-hmm. to make sure... Now, granted, the way they make it, it's impossible for THC to get in there, but that's just our safeguard because we do value your career. We, we don't want you to take our product and then get fired because then that's just bad. That reflects poorly on us, and I never want to lie to our consumers and our customers. We want to keep you happy. So, again, the Rackout gummies you can purchase on ShellshockCBD.com. And for the rest of this month, we've got $50 or more spent. You know the drill. Code mug. Get yourself a free Shellshock mug. You want Josh and I to sign it? Write it in the notes. We'll sign it. We'll be happy to do that. So go check that out at ShellshockCBD.com if you're listening. You know, improve your quality of life. This is an easy way to do it. No, this is not snake oil. We have tested this personally. Mm-hmm. That's why we have thousands and thousands of satisfied customers and wonderful Google reviews. You know, we still haven't had uh, anybody come out and say, hey, we failed a drug test because of your, your rack out gummies. And it's yeah. not going to happen. So check that out. We appreciate your love and support. All right, let's get into it. Polak, media will never hold Biden accountable for the death of Kaylor Ellingson. Uh, his name was Kaylor Ellingson. He was 18 years old when he was run down by a drunk 41-year-old driver who later told police he killed the teenager because he was a Republican. It is a crime eerily similar to the murder of Heather Heyer, the young woman who was murdered by a neo-Nazi in during unrest in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017 when he plowed his car into a left-wing march. The difference, the media will never blame Joe Biden the way they tried to blame Donald Trump, and he is 100% correct on this. He was 100% correct on this. Um, just last week, Biden commemorated Heyer's death at a unity summit at the White House, which brought left-wing groups together to oppose the MAGA Republicans that Biden called a threat to America in his primetime address in Philadelphia on September 1st. Biden who used Heyer's story on the campaign trail throughout his 2020 presidential run, told her bereaved mother at the summit that you found purpose worthy of the life that Heather lived and purpose to help us stand united as she did. Now, what he's trying to say essentially is we're going to use your daughter's death to win political points and energize our voter base to go against the right. And the right's going to do it to the left on this one. Either way, this is jacked up. This is so messed up. 
Biden also repeated his false claim that Trump called the neo-Nazis fine people in the aftermath of Hire's murder. That's not true. We were talking about that. It's a lie. The MSM perpetuated this. This is why organizations or uh, MSM outlets like CNN are crashing and burning. You created this lie. You can go look at the transcript. You can see what he said. He was not referencing them. We watched it. We've repeatedly de debunked this myth, this lie. The left only just takes it, embraces it, repeats it, and they don't care about what the truth is. This is why they are bad faith actors. You cannot have discussions with them. You can't. When you start quoting things like this, you know you are lying. Biden also repeated the false claim, but a lie that has become known as the Charlottesville fine people hoax. All it takes, what you did to your friend, is go Google the transcript, and it's there. Mm -hmm. They refuse to do it. This is how stupid Democrats are. This is how dumb they are. The lie that became known as the Charlottesville hoax. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Trump said that the neo-Nazis and other violent extremists should be condemned totally. But Biden, the Democrats, and the media have blamed Trump for inciting hatred and violence nationwide based on the fact that he simply acknowledged some of the protesters on both sides were peaceful. How, then, to judge Biden for his remarks in advance of Ellingson's murder, in which he described a continued battle for the nation's very soul against MAGA Republicans who represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic? Okay. That's what the president thinks about you, folks. That's what the current president said in that speech. Mm -hmm. He feels that you, as a Republican, are a threat to democracy. You tell me how to plunge a nation into civil war. This is the way to do it. This is the way to do it, folks. I'm telling you, once the right gets fed up and they arm up, there's going to be a lot of death. We are seeing the politicization of sheriff's departments, police organizations, FBI by the left. The people aren't going to stand for it. Trump did not wait to speak out against Hire's murder. He did so on the day it happened and two days after that and three days after that when he called it an act of terrorism in the same press conference as the very fine people remark. Biden has said nothing about Ellingson's murder, nor has he been asked to do so, even though his rhetoric was echoed by the driver who killed the young man over a political argument. The alleged murderer told state radio that the pedestrian was part of a Republican extremist group that he was afraid they were coming to get him. Allowing for the man's drunken state and possible mental illness, it is hard to avoid the fact that his words and sense of alarm reflected Biden's own rhetoric. In the days leading up to Biden's Philadelphia speech, after he told Democrat donors that Trump supporters were sent semi-fascists, the Biden White House refused to distinguish between extremist MAGA Republicans and ordinary GOP voters because they were supporting an authoritarian figure. How is he authoritarian? Nobody can answer this. It's all emotional. It's all emotions-based arguments they're making. I feel because he did this, he's an authority. No. No. Mm -hmm. Like, ladies and gentlemen, like, we'd be the first one to call him out, like, that's authoritarian. Like, that's, that's too much. I have seen more fascism from the hands of Biden the censoring of speech by big tech that does not go in line with the political narrative of the White House, which the government protects these, these outlets, these big tech platforms, that's fascism by proxy of social media? That is 100% accurate. When you've got the White House paying Russian agents or the FBI paying a Russian freaking propagandist to speak out against Trump, how is this not illegal? How is this not reflecting so poorly on Biden that even the left saying, wait a minute, what's going on here? You are lying to us. You are fabricating this. And ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing now, this is politics. This is politics. This is how slimy these people are. This is how disgusting this is. 
Uh, there is more of a direct connection between Biden's words and Ellingson's murder than there ever was with Trump and hires. Yet the media have not and will not hold Biden to blame. You know, I'm going to do a quick, I just want to do a quick little search here. Let's go look at CNN.com. What do they got up there? Uh, the lawsuit. Okay. Lawsuit about Trump. Zelensky there. America's brace for Fed. Oh, wow. The, okay. This is exactly why nobody respects CNN. You've got nothing on here. This article, this news story is gone viral. CNN has nothing on here. Special master emphasized need for speed, putting any Trump delay tag. It's all anti-Trump. E. Jean Carroll says she will sue Trump for sexual assault. Okay, bullshit. More bullshit. This is why the Me Too movement, nobody believes you fucking lesbians. Nobody believes that you got raped. You're all fucking liars. You do this when it benefits you. This is why your whole Me Too movement crashed and fucking burned. Nobody believes all the women. It's just a lot of you fat, ugly cunts out there trying to get your money's worth. You're like little cl like limelight. This is all you do. This is all you do. This lady looks so out of her, out of her mind. They all are. This Jean Carroll? Jean Carroll. Oh, my God. You Why would Trump? Okay, let, let's just be honest here. I mean, this let's lady have that. is totally out of her mind. Why would Trump, who has been, who has Milani, he's been with supermodels. Why would he ever stick his dick in that? I mean, she looks. Was she hot at one time? Like she has a mental, yeah. mental issue. She looks like a liberal. Yeah, like maybe she wears a bra on her head, and burns <laughs> candles, and does some sort of. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. She looks like a liberal over a cauldron. It doesn't surprise me. But again, folks, you're looking at it right here live with me. I'm looking at the main page of CNN. Not a peep about this murder. Now tell me, tell me why CNN is sitting there scratching their heads, going, well, "Why are we losing race?" Because you lie. You cover shit. You don't cover the news. You cover political bias pieces. That's yeah. all you do. That's why nobody respects CNN. That's why you're, you're, you're losing your ratings. Nobody's watching your shit anymore. Mm -mm. You didn't even hear Rob Reiner when uh, Bill Maher called him out on his show. He's like, well, the reason you don't know about any of this stuff is because yeah. you only watch MSM. He's like, no, no, I watch Fox yeah, he busted News. Him yeah. Bullshit. Like, sure you do. Sure, sure you do, buddy. You can have another sandwich. Mm -hmm, you fat fuck. Hopefully heart disease gets you soon enough. <laughs> we got a lot of celebrating to do when these fat fucks die. We do. We're going to throw some parties, folks. We're going to have some parties over here at the Shell Shock HQ. Uh, you know, let's see what happens uh, with these vaccines. And, oh, right. Yeah. I'm okay. telling you this right now. Wherever we're at, wherever we're doing it, when Hillary Clinton kicks the bucket, we're throwing a kegger. You know that bitch didn't take a vaccine. Fuck no, they didn't. Hell no. She's probably like, yeah, right. <laughs> Give me some more of that, that baby blood. <laughs> Give me a big gobble of baby blood. That'll be oh make me feel better. God. But there you have it, folks. This kid, you know, Kaylor, murdered, cold blood. That's so sad. By man. an unhinged fucking so liberal. Sad. And CNN's doing their best to cover it up. So, I mean, tragic. What a piece of dog shit yep. that guy is. Let me tweet that out real quick. But that guy's a piece of dog shit. CNN. He is. Uh, say his name. We should do that, right? Yeah. Look at the website. Nothing. Oh, well. Tweeted that out. You can follow me at John Burks or John Savage Burke. No, John Burke official on Twitter. I get banned so much. I forget what my shit is. Yeah, it's John Savage Burke. John Savage Burke on Twitter. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. This one's cause for worry. Putin accuses West of nuclear blackmail, announces conscription to boost Russian army. Uh, Russian leader Vladimir Putin announced the beginning of a partial military conscription in a speech on Monday in which he accused the West of nuclear blackmail and trying to destroy Russia. 
Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Vladimir Putin has announced the beginning of conscription measures in Russia in response to growing difficulties the country is facing with the Ukraine war, a move that potentially represents a significant escalation of Moscow's already bloody conflict. And don't forget, folks, winter is right around the corner. That's going to make things 10 times more difficult for them. So right now, you know, you've got Russia. I think by and large, a lot of Russians are against this war in Ukraine. They don't they don't like it. But again, when you have a dictator like Putin, who's basically going to silence any, because remember the protests, yeah. he was silencing people, arresting people. That's what they do. That's what, that's what happens to an unarmed society, folks. That's yeah. what happens to an unarmed society. The announcement was made as part of the rare public address uh, given by the Russian president to the citizens of his country, during which he also accused Western powers of ultimately aiming to destroy Russia. While disinformation in relation to the ongoing conflict is widespread, there now appears to be consensus, at least, that the invasion is not going as well for Russian forces as the Kremlin might have initially hoped. The new Russian conscription, conscription measures are likely aimed at making available more troops for the conflict in an attempt to rescue what Russia has euphemized termed its special military operation in Ukraine. Essentially, going to start drafting people. It's like, they're not going to like this. They're not going to like this. Imagine initiating a draft in America. Whew. I know. All those feminists would run scurrying back to the kitchens. Get me pregnant. Get me pregnant. That's what I thought, bitch. That's what I thought. There's a comment on, uh, I think it was your Instagram page. Uh, some guy, his, uh, I think it was his son, maybe. Mm-hmm. He was like 17, Was wanted to go into the Marines. Mm-hmm. Like eight years, uh, what was it, like <clears throat> five years active duty, three years reserve. Mm-hmm. He wanted you to give him uh, some advice on why he shouldn't go. Don't, yeah. What I, was on my, when, where was this? I think it was on your Instagram account. What, today? I think. Well, if he's listening to the podcast, here's my advice. Um, number one, serving your country is noble and commendable and all that, and I, God bless the people that want to do it. But you got to remember, you're under the service, and you're going to obey the orders of President Biden in this administration. They are corrupt. Now, granted, every administration is corrupt. Let's not even kid ourselves. But when you have an administration that is literally demonizing one side of the country, polarizing it, calling them a threat to democracy, you have a president that is senile. He has dementia. You've got a vice president that is the dumbest woman I've ever seen in the political spectrum. Like, this woman is just—we got another article on her. She had another word salad because, again, Kamala's just a fucking moron. <laughs> she got where she's at on her knees. She sucked enough dick and fucked enough people that's how she got there it wasn't by her actions and this is admitted by the dude that fucked her uh-huh. this is this is not this is not hidden information but liberals don't care because she's black it's okay it's okay i'm sure martin luther king jr loves that now yeah, he'd be rolling on his grave over that one content of character and color of skin no it's how many dicks you can fit in your mouth that's how you do it that's what real feminism is folks that's, that's what it all boils down to but um no man don't do it don't do it. You got to starve the war machine. They don't deserve your service. You also have to look at look at what this administration and the military as a whole did in regards to loyalty. Now, in the army, I've talked about this before. We have that acronym: leadership, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. Loyalty is a big thing that the military demands from its servicemen and women. They demand loyalty, and you should be loyal to them. But when that same organization, the same president, the same administration shows no loyalty back to you, why are you serving? That's a fact, folks. That is a fact. Yeah. If they will not be loyal to you, and by the way, another article just broke, uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, that piece of shit Raytheon kickback motherfucker, he has also come out and said, we still have an obligation to vaccinate our troops, even though, even though they're saying it's illegal to force it. They're still moving forward. So you tell me you why you want to join an organization that's going to force something on you that is not constitutionally based. Absolutely not. 
I would not join the Marine Corps. It is not what you think it is. And also, where are you going to go fight? Do you really want to go fight? Fight what? Fight which war? Biden's already said he's committed to sending troops to Taiwan if China attacks. Now, Grant, I don't think we will. But that's what's in your president's mind. You got to ask yourself, do you really want to go sacrifice your life for this idiot? Now, think about that. Go beyond what the the recruiters tell you, because the recruiters are not on your side. They're on the military side. They're just doing their job. But at the same token, that's the position they, they chose or got picked to do. They're going to lie to you. And by the way, don't forget what the Army Sergeant Major has told their, their own servicemen, their own soldiers. Go on food stamps. Economically, you would probably be better off in the outside world than you would the military because it's flip-flopped right now. And I was talking to a buddy of mine. Um, he's a dude at the gym I go with. Turns out he was in Afghanistan roughly around the same time I was. He was in Love and Bravo Grunt. And we were, we were having this discussion on economic poverty in America, especially for inner-city uh, ghetto black kids or uh, in the inner-city ghettos for black kids and stuff like that. And we were talking about, like, how do you get them out of that? And we talked about the military, like, in today's day and age, you can't even join the military and get an economic leg up because they're paying you shit. I think starting pay for a private is like 20, 30K a year. Like, it ain't much. But you do have benefits, three hots in the cot. There is that. that. That makes up for a lot. Maybe it's probably more. It's probably way more. But, you know, don't take my word on that one. But the point still stands. When you've got a military organization telling their own uh, enlistees to go on food stamps, well, the officer corps isn't because they're making good money. Enlisted, not so much. So you got to take that into account as well. But ultimately, it's like, do you really... Do you really want to sacrifice your mental well-being, your body, for this country? A country that is sitting there sexualizing children, saying it's okay for child drag shows to occur, for maps to exist? Because here's the thing. You don't get to serve one side. You're serving everybody. That means you're serving the corrupted, disgusting, immoral, reprehensible reprobates of the left. Sorry, they're not worth serving. I'm, I'm going to say something that needs to be said. These disgusting weirdos on the left that are sexualizing children, no, I would not sacrifice for them. I'm not taking that high road of like, well, I don't care what they do. I'm serving for their freedom. No, they don't want freedom. They don't want you to have freedom. At some point, we as veterans, we as the military community have to acknowledge what they have turned into. If you are so willing to cast aside your freedom for safety, then you don't deserve to have either. And therefore, no one should be serving to give you either. You need to understand this. You're telling me this one life you've got on this earth, this one life you've got to live. You only get one shot at it unless you believe in reincarnation. God help you. You got one, and you want to spend it serving these scumbags for them? Fuck no. Absolutely not. I had two DMs uh, about three days ago of two military wives whose husbands were forced out because of the vaccine. And before they forced them out, for a year, they underwent all types of the chain of command harassing them, trying to force them, pressure them, all kinds of stuff. Bro, here's the thing. Soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines, listen to me now. Hear my voice. Hear my words. Do not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of your chain of command. They will say big words. They will bark at you. They will scream at you. But they cannot fucking touch you. If they want to kick you out, they can kick you out. By the way, a general discharge is not a game changer anymore. It's not. I'm going to tell you that right now. They can put you before the first sergeant at parade rest and scream at you, walk away. 
Go talk to a lawyer and say, I'm done. Folks, you do have legal rights in the military. You do. Now, you forfeit some of them, but you still have the right to say, I refuse to do this. They cannot force you to do anything. And if you refuse to do it, they will kick you out. Then take the kick out and go live a happy life. Do not bend the knee to the war machine. Do not bend the knee to unloyal leaders within the military. They don't care about you. It's about making numbers. Recruiters know this. Let's not even kid ourselves. It's about numbers. They need a certain quota. It used to be two people a month per recruiter. I think they changed that to where now it's by station. You're a number, folks. Don't you ever forget that. And when those numbers are no longer valued, then get the fuck out until they do value you. Starve the war. Ladies and gentlemen, to that man whose son is joining, ask yourself why recruitment and retention is so low right now. I know you've got it in your head that you want to hear those bugles sound. You want to stand tall, look good, wear that freaking uniform, pull the ladies, drop the panties, fuck pussy, get drunk and fight. I get it. That's the American man right there. He just wants to drink, fucking fight. It used to be at least. You want to defend that which is yours and you love and protect. It ain't that way anymore, folks. You know they let transgenders in now, right? Yeah, you got to deal with that shit. You got to deal with women in the infantry. You got to deal with all this shit. I can tell you firsthand, serving in the battlefield, on the battlefield with women was a headache. It was a fucking headache. I'm just calling it what it is. We're uncensored now. I had to serve. I was, I was with a military intelligence detachment. And the women there, oh my God, so fucking emotional. Could not, I mean, I, I was telling the story of this one who forgot her weapon before a patrol. Granted, men do it too. I mean, well, at least not while I was there. I never saw that, but she did. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but still the point stands. Overly emotional. When fire kicked off, they would it just you couldn't rely on them. You just couldn't. That's the truth, folks. Now, granted, there are women out there that can freaking meet the standard, which they're rare, but they do exist. I saw a few. I did see a few. But the problem is you can't kick out the ones that don't meet the standard because if you do, then you're a sexist. So that whole idea of like, look, as long as they can meet the standard, you're good to go. It doesn't exist because those that even that don't meet the standard that already made it in, they're not getting kicked out. So the standard, therefore, doesn't exist anymore. How do you fix that? You crush it all together or you enforce the equal standard, which they're not going to do. They won't do it. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. I don't care if you like it or not. It's the fucking truth. And don't you dare sit there and disagree with me when you're sitting in your car or whatever and you never actually served or saw combat. You don't get to sit there and voice your opinion on something you never experienced versus I did. I was there. No, I feel by, you know, my equal opportunity and my right, like, fuck you and your rights and your equal opportunity. You don't know what you're talking about. When it comes to my life on the line and you can't pull your weight, I don't want you there. And by the way, serving military isn't a right, that's a privilege. They're nowhere in the Constitution does it say it's a right to serve the military. They're very selective. But every time we lower those standards, every time we drop the standards, we let the pieces of shit in, those pieces of shit get promoted, and then you've got poison within the military toxicity, which is what you've got now. You've got a lot of racism in the military, and it ain't from whites. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> it's from blacks. Uh-oh, did John just piss people off again? Good. I hope I did. I hope it boils your blood. Let's call it for what it is. Call it for what it is. All right, moving on. Yeah, that's that's my thing to your son. Wait, go to college, go get a job, start building your savings, work on yourself. If the military writes itself, then go join. You got time, man. You got time. Yeah, I don't know that I even go to college. I'd maybe do like... Trades, trade. Trade. If I could do it again, that's the direction I would learn to trade. Fuck college, learn go to, learn yeah, to trade. Learn to trade. 
website does be a Pro. web designer yeah i mean that's absolutely shit right there learn about that learn to code i'm not saying that in a joking manner that shit pays money yeah that shit pays money yep. and every business needs every business needs a website every yep. business needs somebody to manage that's never going away the medical field that's never going away the fitness field that's never going away in fact if you look at the fitness field you're gonna have more work than you can handle because we got a lot of fat fuck americans <laughs> it's true it's true so all right Paul, 51% of independents say Joe Biden's economy is very bad. 51% of independents. That's why nobody respects independence. You, you claim that you think for yourself, and 51% say the economy is very bad? Come on now. You're not a real libertarian. 51% of independents say President Joe Biden's economy is very bad, while 2% of independents say it's very good. A Wednesday 6 polls. Who's that 2%? Uh, window lookers. Yeah, they're independents that lean left. They might as well just call themselves liberals. The civics poll averaged 759,000 responses tracked between January 15th, 2015 to January or September 20th, 2020. The civics tracking model captures the shifts in attitudes of various groups over time across all 50 states and Washington, D.C. These changes can happen either rapidly over rapidly or over time. Overall, the survey showed only 20% said Biden's economy is very good to fairly good, while 77% said it was very bad to fairly bad. 4% were unsure. How can you be unsure? You just take one look at the cost of groceries and gas. I don't know if it's good or not. Folks, you know, you keep wondering, like, where do these people come from? These are the failures of our society. These are liberals. And don't get it twisted. We got them on the right as well. They're usually the ones that believe in QAnon and shit. They're the lower of the totem pole IQ people. These people are fucking stupid. They exist on both sides. But my God, it does not take fucking Milton Friedman to resurrect from the dead and sit there and look at the prices of gas and look, oh, nope, we're in a recession. We're in inflation. Yeah. Yeah. No, any fucking Joe Schmo can look at the cause and say, what the fuck is going on? I, know. I don't need some Harvard dipshit to exactly. tell me that we're in a recession now. Fuck these economists. We knew it like yeah. eight months ago when yeah. gas was over $7 and gro- yep. groceries were through the roof, but now energy Bro. is it's all it's, over the Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't need your advice. Thank yeah, you. I'm sorry. You know, a lot of these people, they're they're White House paid people. You oh, know, yeah. the government, blah blah blah. It's like I'm not listening to you. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I had one guy leave a comment on my Instagram yesterday, and, he, and he's joking, but he makes perfect sense. Talking about how there's a new trend on TikTok. God bless TikTok. You help us thin the herd. There's a new trend. Y'all know. Y'all hear about this? You see about this? The first way I saw about it was this guy on TikTok. His, his name is Chef Reactions, and I love this guy. He's great. But anyway, there's a trend going around of cooking chicken breast in NyQuil. Oh, my God. Bro. <laughs> Literally, they are cooking chicken breast in NyQuil. It's the same, you know, we see these same people that are snorting condoms, eating the Tide Pods. This is what TikTok has brought us. This is what they've given us. I thought you TikTok were say, is uh, cancer. Ghost pepper challenge. Oh God, never doing that again. That was <laughs> that was a dough. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Cooking chicken in Nyquil. Uh, Nyquil tastes bad enough as it is. I don't yeah. know why the fuck you. I I don't get that. I just don't get that. Hmm. I mean, while you put some bleach on there while you're at it and just do the world a favor. I mean, come uh-huh. on. Let's be honest with this. And then some people in my comments, I post, oh, I've been doing that forever. It's like, well, you're also retarded. I mean, I don't Putting know what you want me to tell you. Nyquil on chicken. Putting Nyquil on chicken. Cooking oh. it in the in the pan. And I'm sitting there going like, okay, is this something that like maybe chemically we don't get that actually has a benefit from that, you know, feds and stuff like that? Or I'm sorry, it was the CDC came out and said, this is bad. So the buddy, he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm doing it anyway because I don't trust the CDC says. And it's like, okay, okay, let's just use some common sense here. He was joking. He's Mm -hmm. joking. Don't do it, folks. Don't do it. (laughs) 
Again, Paul says, next up, marinating a ribeye and tie. <laughs> <laughs> we should get these trends started to thin the herd. We uh, should. It's like, hey, guys, new trend, drinking bleach. It helps clean out your fucking esophagus. <laughs> and then just watch them drop like flies. Like, hey, this is nature's way. We need this. Darwinism needs to return. Thin the herd. Hmm. I'm just, I, don't, I don't feel bad for these people either. I don't. So-and-so died from eating NyQuil chicken. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to have the one to get to test the berries for the village, and those berries are poison, so there you go. I just, I don't get these people, man. I don't get these people, but anyway. Only 16% of independents said the direction of Biden's America is on the right track. 65% said it's getting worse. 15% said it's about the same. No, the fuck, it's not. Yeah, where are they? I probably with their head up their ass. <laughs> with their head up there. Do they live underground? They're not seeing the sun in like <laughs> six years. It's about the same. It was like that movie with Brendan Fraser where he's in the basement for like years. What, yeah. was, that, what was that movie? You remember that one? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he like the first thing he, he walks up and sees a black lizard. Oh, my stars, a Negro. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, huh? yeah, yeah, that's interesting. What was that movie? Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. Blast from the Past or something like that. It was really good. <laughs> fentanyl I, fajitas. Fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> I love the chat. It's just as twisted as us. It's uh, great. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, want to grow a couple inches? Try this new song. <laughs> California just leading the way in common sense legislation. Get this, folks. California bans seabed mining despite need for minerals for electric vehicles. Oh my God. I don't know about these electric vehicles, man. Oh, it is blast from the past. Okay, so good. I got that right. How about that? There you go. Poor Brendan Fraser, man. You want to talk about? Uh, did you hear about him? Uh-uh. He uh, he recently just made a movie and it did very well. He was uh, received very well at the um, Sundance Film Festival, whatever it's called, um, standing ovation. But apparently, Brendan Fraser dropped off the map for a while because he was, I guess, molested. He was sexually molested as a male actor, gained on a lot of weight. I mean, he was a good-looking hunk back in the day. Now it's just kind of like. Yeah. Encino Man. Yeah, Encino Man, George of the Jungle, The Mummy, The Mummy Return, like great movies. What was the other one? It was, uh, God, what he was the Jewish kid at the private school with Matt Damon. I can't remember the name. I don't remember. Oh, 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 uh, Dead Poets? No. No, no. Goodwill Hunting? No, not. Somebody will get it. I don't remember that one. But yeah, that poor guy's been through a little bit. It's good to see him back. Good to see him. Hopefully he's doing good. I mean, I think he's a great actor. Well, uh, I wouldn't say great, but he's got his own brand of acting. But, uh, Anywho, I saw that the other day, and he was crying while he was giving his bow and stuff. I was like, man, I can't even imagine. Like, folks, like, this is what you sacrifice when you go into Hollywood. This is what you're putting yourself in the position to possibly have to endure. Yeah. It's corrupt. It's disgusting. This is how it is. Hmm. The state of California banned... That was it. School ties. I never heard of that one. From the chat. School ties. Okay. Never saw that one. By the way, I am on TikTok over there. I think it's it's John Ross painting. You can find me on TikTok. I'm just posting little snippets over there uh, just to piss people off. It's slowly growing. Um, is it? What is it? Yeah, John Ross painting on TikTok. I'm just posting little snippets over there. And uh, I just love seeing the... It's, it's normally well met, so... Anywho, the state of California banned seabed mining on Monday despite the fact that it provides rare earth minerals that are necessary for green technologies like the electric vehicles the state will force all drivers to purchase starting in 2035. Wow. 
Seabed mining, a controversial practice that extracts minerals from the seafloor for use in electric cars, cell phones, and clean energy production, was banned in California waters Monday. While seabed mining does not yet occur within the state waters that extend three miles off the coast, opponents say it was important to preemptively protect the 2,500-square-mile area. Demand for the minerals targeted in seabed mining is likely to grow in the coming years, especially with the push for EV cars and clean energy by California federal government. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I just don't know about these. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's very environmentally friendly, right? I was about to say the same. It's like, I understand fossil. I get that. We we have to have that, but we don't have to have EV. We don't. No. And it's not sustainable. Now, yeah, I don't like the idea of banning anything. Uh, it just it doesn't sit well with me. But at the same token, I do understand that we do have to protect the environment. We do have to protect this earth. It's the only one we've got. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm not... Sold on climate change. So I'm, I'm not either, but at the same token, it's like I think this is where liberals get us wrong. It's not that I believe I don't believe in climate change. I just don't believe in polluting. I believe in freaking taking care of this planet. Right. Because they automatically assume that if you don't believe in climate change, then you don't give a shit about littering. It's like, no, I do care. I don't yeah. want to see the ocean oh, destroyed. Yeah. I don't I'm tired of seeing China and India just dump their shit ever. Even America, we pay South America to take the majority of our trash. They do. You can go look it up. Yeah, they, we pay them a lot of money. They just dump it into the ocean. Pretty much. Like, they just gave us fifty billion dollars. We are literally doing we are literally paying them to do what we could do ourselves. We just want to wash our hands of it and say, Well, what happened? behind closed doors doesn't bother us like but we know what they're doing yep. so it's still like you're guilty by admission let's not even play on this one but even still yeah it sounds like there's a lot of work that goes into mining all the minerals yeah. and all that stuff to to make these lithium batteries and to make these vehicles and stuff like that so yeah I, it doesn't sound like there's no because it's not sustainable they're sitting there saying this if elon musk himself yeah. daddy ev himself says this is not sustainable why are we continuing this pursuit we should instead divert to a different way of, of like research saying people keep saying nuclear power. Why are we not looking more into yeah, nuclear power, nuclear, nuclear energy? It's clean. It's very clean. It's dangerous, but if it can be done the correct way, I mean, so is gasoline, but I'm not trying to make the comparison of nuclear energy and gas. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying there? Let's divert and start focusing on the, cause here's the deal. I genuinely believe, and I know this is true. There are cars that can run on water. Yeah. And they freaking bought those patents and, and they and fucking buried them. And these guys dying. And they keep dying. Weird. <laughs> like you can literally violent go deaths it's, it's for some reason. As soon as they talk about it, yeah, it's 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 the weirdest thing. But again, you know, everybody out there, every company, they're making billions. They're making billions, so it's like, ah, we're not going to invent that. We're not going to allow that to be invented because you know, right? That would that would tank our 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 you know. Or instead, what they could do is like freaking take advantage of it and start producing that in mass and say, hey, we've got this. Come buy it from Ford. Ford's new water powered truck. Yeah. Something. Oh, Canada just, uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau came out. Ordered, yeah, he should. He ordered 30 electric planes. Oh, oh it's real. I hope he flies. I hope he flies. Every one of them without a parachute. Come fly the crashing skies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you, dude, can you imagine getting on an electric plane? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. I don't know about that. A car is different. We got wheels on the ground. That thing fucks up, you're still yeah, on you the just ground. Pull on over to the you side. Pull on over to the side. You just coast to the right. Well, if you're in an AV plane and the power goes out, you're going to be on the ground, but yeah. not in one piece. You're coasting right to the ground <laughs> from about 30,000 feet up. I'm just saying, I think that's a horrible idea. I think it's a horrible idea. But, you know, what do I know? Yeah, just, I'm not uh, a biologist. Yeah. I just, I know. Uh, you know, our infrastructure there isn't there either for everybody to get an electric vehicle. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, 
<laughs> silly to talk about. I mean, it I can is. see where some people I want to transition. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't even know. I, it's tough to. I think it's cool, though, because on the Tesla app, it tells me how much money I'm saving in gas according right. to the gas prices. Sure. Like if I pull it up now based on the month of September, where am I at in gas prices? Um, because even to charge my car, it's still going to cost me some money. But um, let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not on board with like making electric muscle cars and then hooking up the speakers to make it sound like a muscle car. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, total I've spent is $119 uh, for electricity, but I've saved $228. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. It's saving me money now. I mean, I, I like that. It's cool. It's clean. I don't mind. Uh, but again, if the power ever goes out, I'm fucked. I mean, yeah. even I know that. I'm Are just going to get a gas power generator to. Pretty much. That's what you have to do. But even <laughs> yeah. then, like to charge that thing on a 220, it takes about three hours to full charge. If it's on a 110, it's going to take up to 24 hours. Ooh. So, yeah, good luck on that one. So, you got to have like a 220 generator. Huh. Uh, but I'm going to keep the Tesla for a while until gas prices write themselves up. And then I'm thinking about getting a truck. I think I need a truck. Because, I mean, there are so many things I need to be doing, like as far as moving shit. And I don't like the idea of not being able to fit groceries and certain things. I got the vet. Can't do shit in the vet. Mm. You know, the, the vet's so small. And that's just a toy. Can't do anything on the bike. That's a toy. Mm. So, like, I need to get a truck. So, I'm probably just going to get, like, some old cheap-ass fucking old beat-up pickup. That's all I want. I don't want anything with the bells and whistles. I don't want it jacked up, big as fuck. I hate that. I hate driving big vehicles. It's just not my thing. I don't like it. I'm not against it. I just don't like the idea of driving a tank down the fucking road. I like sleek, smooth, and fast. Like my sex life. I'm very fast. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about large corporations. Ford stock plummets as supply chain inflation woes cost company $1 billion. The Ford Motor Company stock plummeted Tuesday after previously announcing supply chain and inflation problems will cost the company $1 billion in the third quarter. The company's announcement raises questions about whether industry-wide supply, supply chain issues still persist. Ford stock on Tuesday opened at 1411 but dropped to 1338 an hour later. The Dearborn automaker stock closed that day at 1309. Supply chain woes have resulted in Ford placing 40,000 to 45,000 high-margin and high-demand trucks and SUVs to be left in inventory at the end of the third quarter due to supply shortages of proper parts to complete and sell the vehicles to dealers. Ford also indicated in the early Monday announcement that rampant inflation has made it expensive to purchase certain parts. The company execs the vehicles to be ready to expects the vehicles to be ready to sell to dealers in the fourth quarter. Uh, with the vehicles not ready to sell to market, Ford adjusted their third quarter earnings before interest and taxes, EBIT, between $1.4 to $1.7 billion, much lower than Wall Street's estimations of $3 billion, according to Yahoo Finance. Despite the grim news, Ford is still expecting its full year 2022 EBIT to be between $11.5 billion to $12.5 billion. But again, like I said, even these main people, they're feeling the sting. They're feeling the hurt. Yeah. And when you guarantee, I guarantee you, when these large scale corporations are feeling the hurt, they're going to make people know. But what pisses me off, though, is they're going to get bailouts. They will get federal bailouts. The airlines got bailouts. The banks have gotten bailouts. What about small businesses? Do we get bailouts? Fuck no. We don't get shit. Like they make, it's kind of like we get they, higher taxes. Yeah, we get higher taxes. They, they put us in these situations to where they make it difficult for us to survive. 
And then when we do, they tax the shit out of you. When you go under, they don't give a fuck about you. They're not mm. going to bail you out. Yeah. But for some reason, right reason, these large corporations absolutely get bailouts left and right. Hell no. Let them go under because yeah. somebody else will step up and take charge. Somebody will step up and create another business and say, we'll, we'll pick up where they fucked up. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen. Oh, well. well, 47 charged with $250 million of theft from pandemic food program for low-income children. Wow. If there was ever a way to guarantee your seat in hell, this is how to do it. You, this is how you do it, folks. 47 people were charged in Minnesota on Tuesday with conspiracy and other counts and that federal authorities allege is the largest fraud scheme yet to have taken yet to take advantage of 1.9 trillion in taxpayer funds released by the Biden administration during the coronavirus pandemic. That's why every time the federal government wants to step in and save the people, what do the people do? This right here proves why socialism doesn't work, folks. If the federal government is handing out taxpayer distributions to those that need it the most, each according to their needs, these fucktards like this will take advantage of it and they will steal. And they're stealing not from the government, but from you. Mm-hmm. The people are stealing your taxes and it's not the government. How fucked up is that? I expect it from the government, just not fellow civilians, but we know they're going to. Just how it works. Yeah. Corporations do it. I mean, fuck, here we go. Yeah. Among those people charged is Anime Bach, 41, the founder and executive director of Feeding Our Future, a nonprofit organization that was a sponsor of the federal child nutrition program. The accused faced charges of stealing a shared total of $250 million from a federal taxpayer-funded program that provides meals to low-income children. They stole from low-income families. All class. Oh, it's just classic. Socialism is so great, folks. Give the government the power to hand out the distributions accordingly, and nobody's going to take advantage, right? We're all going to be on the same page. Hunky-dory, right? Nope. They stole from fucking kids. Jeez. How big of a piece of shit do you have to be that you steal from underprivileged children? Like, my gosh. Even the devil's like, bro, that's fucked. <laughs> and I'm the one that like created Hitler, but that is fucked. I don't know. That sounds like something to do. It'd be like. <laughs> uh, feeding our future employees, recruited individuals and entities to open federal child nutrition program sites throughout the state of Minnesota. The U.S. Justice Department said in a statement, these sites created and operated by the defendants and others fraudulently claim to be serving meals to thousands of children a day, it said. Instead, they submitted false invoices and fraudulent meal count sheets using fake names of children. According to the Justice Department, feeding our future... Now, here... Okay, you want, I just made this comparison. This was right here in America, okay? This was right here in America, they did this. Nobody checked on it. They just did it and said, give us the names, give us the receipts, and we're good to go. What do you think the Ukrainians are doing with the billions of dollars we've sent them and there is no oversight? You if want to people, go get the Lamborghini? Yeah, Kaczynski's out there wearing like $1 billion sweatpants and shit now. Yeah. Hey, you want to race our Lamborghinis? Exactly. So if the, they're going to do this to underprivileged children, do you really think Zelensky and the rest of these frauds wouldn't do the same with your taxpayer money over there? Where, by the way, there is no oversight or accountability. And I love how progressive GOP members are sitting there trying to say, like, well, you know, a lot of them was sent in military aid and weaponry. You know they can sell that, right? That's just another form of currency mm-hmm. on the black market. That's easy. That's easy. When I talked to one of my buddies at Spec Ops, went over there to go fight in Ukraine. He's like, yeah, we get our shit off the black market as soon as we get in theater. We get our own weapons from them. Like, it's, it's too easy. I'm like, that doesn't surprise me. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me at all. We saw the same thing in Afghanistan. We saw freaking our own armament in the hands of Taliban. 
because we gave them that shit after they were fighting the Russians. It's like, wow, <laughs> that blew up in our face, no pun intended. According to the Justice Department, Feeding Our Future claims have opened more than 250 sites throughout the state of Minnesota during the pandemic. The defendants used the proceeds of their fraudulent scheme to purchase luxury vehicles, residential and commercial real estate in Minnesota, as well as property in Ohio, Kentucky real estate in Kenya and Turkey, and to fund international travel, the department said. The defendants face an array of charges ranging from wire fraud to bribery and money laundering. Wow. Earlier this year, U.S. Department of Justice made uh, prosecution pandemic-related fraud a priority. The department has already taken enforcement actions related to more than $8 billion in suspected pandemic fraud, including bringing charges in more than 1,000 criminal cases involving losses in execs of $1.1 billion. Federal officials repeatedly described the alleged frauds as brazen and decried that it denied food to children who needed help during the coronavirus pandemic. Michael Paul, special agent in charge of the Minneapolis FBI office, said it is an astonishing display of deceit. How did nobody check on this during the pandemic? You figure, so if, if we're, if we're shell shock is now saying, hey, we're going to dole out billions to ensure that you're setting up sites to feed underprivileged children, mm-hmm. you better believe we're sending representatives to go watch and verify. That n- nobody was leaving no. their house or... Whatever. I mean, they had to leave their houses to go feed the children. You might as well put somebody in danger and say, we got to go have some oversight and inspect these facilities. They didn't. It was the perfect scenario for people to commit fraud. Mm -hmm. It was just super easy. The government made it easy. Yeah, the government made it really easy. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of government officials who knew all the loopholes and how not to get caught. Yeah. To to just distribute that money amongst themselves. Color me shocked. Illegal aliens flown to Martha's Vineyard file a lawsuit against Ron DeSantis. You knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. And you just got it. And for those that are going to ask, yes, they are afforded the ability to be represented in the courts. They don't have the right. They do have the right. That's why it's fucked up. Illegal aliens. Illegal aliens are suing Governor Ron DeSantis because apparently he lied to them. So they're getting public representation paid for by by taxpayers. This is how fucked up our country is under Democrat liberals, folks. That's how fucked up we are. Yeah. Illegal Mexicans come over here, or Venezuelans, whatever you want to say. They come over here illegally, unvetted. We, had, we don't know who they are. Yeah. Ron DeSantis says, okay, we'll take you to a sanctuary city. You're not staying here. They then turn around and sue him. They're going to lose. A handful of illegal aliens flown to the elite coastal island of Martha's Vineyard on two planes chartered by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis are now suing the governor, claiming the flights violated their Fourth and Fourteenth Amendment rights. Well, here's the thing: as a Mm non-citizen, is you don't have any constitutional rights. So here's the deal: in the court, they do. I I I looked this up. It's so fucking stupid. It is the dumbest thing. Look, when Trump comes back in 2024 and he wins, which I think he will, this shit needs to end. This needs to end. Illegal aliens should have no rights in America in regards to outside of, like, constitutional protection. They should still have civil rights in a sense of, you know, you can't be murdered, yada, yada. I civil get that. rights. Civil yeah. rights, yes. But as far as constitutional rights to sue or anything like yeah. that, no. You're out. You're here illegally. You're already a criminal because it's more of a – people look at more so as, like, it's a civil violation of law, not something that the feds are going to take very seriously, which they clearly don't. But this is a massive problem in America. And I can tell you this right now, and I don't want to read any more to this article because it's going to piss me off, but I can tell you this right now. These illegal aliens did not do this on their own. Liberals put them up to this. Uh, I guarantee I would be willing to put my left nut on the line. The good citizens of Martha's Vineyard. Dude, I wouldn't even say that. I would say whoever's transporting them 
whispered sweet little nothings in there and said, hey, we'll take care. We're going to get you your rights. We're going to get you millions from Ron DeSantis because he human trafficked you. And again, DeSantis even did a press conference like the other day and even called out Biden. He told he called out the media. He said, you're saying human trafficking, not a peep from you when Biden was doing it. You didn't say a word. Oh, yeah. He, not a fucking word. He gave him a... A good tongue lashing. Here's the thing. If DeSantis, if I was to say, this is the position I would take. It's like, okay, um, no, you're not suing me. And if you try anything, my militia will protect me. It's like, we've gone to that level now. We have gone to that level. I'm not going to court. I'm not going to let you sue me. I didn't do anything wrong. You can try, but I'm not paying for shit. And if you try and enforce it, you've got the Florida militia here. Yeah. When you start taking a stand against the federal government and that capacity saying, we're not playing by your fucking games anymore. You clearly are violating the Constitution. The, the order of law is gone. Now it's states versus the feds. Hmm. That's what it's going to have to turn into. He's got the power. Does it sound authoritarian? Absolutely it does. But this is a position he's been forced into by the federal government. By them not giving a shit about securing the southern border. Floridians having to deal with this. Texans having to deal with this. And then when you start saying, no, you northern sanctuary states, you're going to deal with it because you want it. And then you actually do it. And they start crying about, oh, it's hell bad. And we're going to sue you. No, you're not. The only way you're getting money from me is through gunpoint. Let's do it. Let's have this war. You know what I think we should do is uh, start a homeless shelter right in Martha's Vineyard. Absolutely. Yeah. So we just do, yeah. do crowdfunding. Why not? We could. Find a, a nice big facility right th- right downtown Martha's Vineyard. That would be so epic. So epic. And just start bringing all the homeless people. Uh, yeah. Just bring them in there. Let's see how them rich whites and blacks up there love that then. It's like, okay, well, we got a homeless thing. How much do you get? Give me, I said, watch the video of when these fucking Martha's Vineyards elites are sending the yeah. my, the immigrants uh, off. Here's, some, here's a no, loaf they, of they bread. They them on the buses, and there's this woman who's got, like, this big felt hat. Looks like she, she's, like, the epitome of the, the of basic a, bitch pumpkin of a spice. douchebag. Yeah. But she's sitting there with her arms together clapping, going, oh, they're so beautiful. One woman's like, they are more. It's like, shut the fuck up. Probably Google. That. You don't even know Spanish, you bitch. But anyway, so they're she, sitting there. She knows it from uh, the housekeeper. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're sitting there just, I've never seen people jerking themselves off so much. Like, what did you do? Like, why are you? And then they come out with these things of like, the immigrants left an impact on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, I'm sure they did. They probably left trash everywhere and they pissed you off. Like, let's be honest here. And the one little white lady sitting is like, we can't handle them. We don't want them. We don't have the infrastructure. It's like, at least you're being honest about it. Hmm. But my God, the MSN paints it like they are just the, the holy illegal immigrants from Venezuela. And they're sitting there smoking cigarettes out on the front lines. Hey, they're fine. Oh, yeah. Like, is, is that what human trafficking looks like? It's like the, the same as Izzo, that fat black rapper. She's like, we're oppressed. I posted that video on my Instagram, by the way. If you go look at my Instagram, John Burke official, it's fucking, I put this together this morning before the show where she's sitting there and she's talking about in her little acceptance speech with her saggy titties just like rolled up in her little whatever. Oh, shit, disgusting. And she's sitting there saying, we need to change these vote laws that are oppressing us. And then I put a little thing, 12 seconds later. And she's dancing in a big red fluffy, it looks like she skinned uh, Elmo and fucking wore his ass while she's sitting there with her Grammy or just dancing and shit. And everybody's like praising her. Like, oh, look at her, a successful black woman who's so oppressed. You're like, well, she's eaten for about four. She just won an award. She's a millionaire. I, sign me up for this oppression. I'll take it hands down. I mean, I'll skin Oscar the Grouch and wear that shit around the dance for whatever my Emmy nomination is for, but why can't I have that impression? I mean, fuck, I'm pretty sure anybody in this chat would love to have that kind of oppression. Yeah. Good grief. That's how stupid these people are. But there you go. The Texas sheriff investigating DeSantis, who I don't know how he thinks he's going to have the jurisdiction to do this, uh, for Martha's Vineyard, has partisan pro-Biden history. Color me shocked. No. 
now listen to this one as well. I, I put these two stories together. California Attorney General stops L.A. Sheriff from investigating Democrat Sheila Kuel for corruption. California Attorney General Rob Bonta stepped in Tuesday to stop the L.A. County Sheriff from investigating County Supervisor Sheila Kuel, a Democrat, for corruption after she claimed that Sheriff Alex Villanueva was acting on political motives. As Breitbart News reported last week, L.A. County deputies raided and searched QL's home in Santa Monica, pursuing, uh, pursuant to a warrant and an investigation of corruption. QL has been accused by critics of giving a county contract to a donor friend. Okay, now here's the deal. I am not going to take the sheriff's side just because he might be on my political side. What I do want to highlight to you, the listener, pay very close attention... What if both sides are corrupted? What if this sheriff that is investing her for corruption does have a political bias? And what if this politician also, which we know more than anything, does have a political bias? The entire system is corrupted. There is no more pure share. It just doesn't exist. Everyone has a bias. So when anybody sits there and says, you know, this is a bipartisan. No, it's not. No, it's not. Or they're, or they're, um, they're nonpartisan. No, it's not. It's, it doesn't exist. We've gone so far off the reservation of political madness. Nobody's nonpartisan. Just doesn't happen. Or if they're nonpartisan, it means they don't know what they're talking about. Like, they don't even pay attention. And I don't want them in that, that capacity anyway because it's just like, you know. They think the economy hasn't changed. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why gas prices are so high. It's like, I don't want you in the, in the political spectrum because you don't know what you're talking about. But the point that I'm trying to make here is this sheriff that's investigating or wanting to investigate Ron DeSantis clearly has ties to Biden. And the sheriff that's investigating this other corrupt official has political bias there. Is this justified? I don't know. I do not know. Did she award a contract to a friend? Isn't that favoritism? 100%. Mm-hmm. Should that be illegal? Absolutely. Yeah. But I also want you to take note. Listen to the rest of this article. This should give you cause for concern. Listen to what they do. Kuehl accused Villanueva of being out of control and claimed that she was the victim of a political vendetta. Sheriffs can do that. Sheriffs, I, my old home, yes. If a sheriff has you on their shit list, they can harass you and use the badge to do it. Does it make it right? I don't agree with it, but it's been done. Villanueva at the LA, and again, I am not accusing this guy of doing that. I'm just saying I'm using my own experience here to show both sides of this coin here, so please don't take me out of context on that. Uh, but anyway, LA board uh, supervisors has clashed over defund the police, vaccine mandates, and policies on homelessness. Now listen to this. The board has placed a referendum on November's ballot that would allow it to fire the sheriff at will, even though the sheriff is an elected office. Oh, my God. Hmm. Now, this is this is so sneaky, and it's brilliant, because all they've done, say, for example, folks, you live in a primarily red town, a red city, and you vote in your sheriff, but the board of supervisors, at whatever police department it is, what if they're primarily blue, and they interject in the referendum saying, oh, we can fire the sheriff at will? They can fire any Republican sheriff they want. Yeah. Therefore, it's no longer a democracy for the people by the people. It's one democracy uh, basically uh, undermining another. If the sheriff is elected by the people, that's it. If the board of directors does not like that, tough shit. In theory, the unit within the L.A. County Sheriff's Department that investigates corruption is independent from Villanueva, but Democrats, ironically, echoing Donald Trump's claims about Department of Justice, claim there is political bias. Villanueva wrote to Bonta last week complaining that Kuehler and her associate, Patty Giggins, appear to have been tipped off in advance of the raid, potentially allowing them to hide or destroy evidence and to raise allegations of political motives. It's all corrupt. It is all corrupt. 
A New York AG sues Trump over fraud allegations. The lawsuit makes allegations regarding Trump's financial statements. Good Lord. We're, we're on this again. I'm not even reading this. It's bullshit. I'm tired of it. This is all they do. This is all they do. The closer we get to midterms, oh, look, they're talking about Trump's tax returns again. Oh, my God. Yeah, it seems um, illegal just to go after somebody looking for a crime. Yeah. Well, they've, here's the thing. She's got the yeah, money. There's the no states, crime that's been yeah. committed but they're investigating somebody. That's New York taxpayer money is going into trying to take Trump to court. Yeah. New Yorkers. And New Yorkers love Trump. Trump's a New Yorker. There's a lot of people in New York that love Trump. Yeah. I got a lot of friends up there. I got family up there. They fucking love Trump. Like, fuck, fuck Biden. They love, like, Trump's the epitome of New York. It doesn't take shit off anybody. He doesn't. But now New York taxpaying money is going to, for this, this, this prosecution or this, this attempt to sue him. It's going to fail. It's going to fail. The fact now, that they want to keep this guy out of office so badly. Should tell you everything. Should that means tell we you need that him in he office. probably needs to be in office. Yeah. If they're going through all these great yep. lengths. He's probably the one that we need there. It's ridiculous. I think we just got like a, a small glimpse of what life could be like without. Oh, my God. This machine. Boston suburb high school bans political items. I like how they do that. That's smart. Every school should do this. Ban oh, yeah. political items, including BLM pride flags. Hell yeah. Yeah. But that also includes blue line flags. That's a political statement. Whether you like that or not, that is a political statement. Yeah. It didn't used to be before, but it became political. I'm fine with that. Ban it all. You're just there to learn the basics. There is no need. There is no need mm -hmm. to have your gay propaganda in there, your trans propaganda, or your defund the police, or whatever the case, or pro-play. No. You're there to learn math, social studies, history, shit like that. Get it out of there. We are trying to let the political spectrum, the poisonous one, the toxic one, infiltrate schools. Can you imagine being a kid having to listen to this shit? Getting mad at a young, a young age, having to listen to all this shit? I, I shouldn't even say get mad. They're indoctrinating them is what they're trying to do. I know. Leave it alone. I've got to be careful around like what I say around my son because, yeah. you know, they... He's in third grade. He picks up all that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, listen, buddy, you don't need to be talking about this. Yeah. Stuff. Just you should enjoy too being young a little kid. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. So. I agree. The principal at the Massachusetts school says faculty needs to avoid posting items in the class that can cause disruption. School officials at a Boston suburb public high school inform the faculty that political items such as Black Lives Matter and gay pride flags are banned from classrooms. We need to avoid placing items in the classroom that can cause disruption or distraction. I can already tell you. The left liberals, the fruitcakes over there, are going to use this as a, oh, they're trying to discriminate against us. No, because you can't even put a straight a straight pride, a straight pride flag. Oh, but do they exist? No, because we don't give a fuck. We don't identify as our, our sexuality because we're not that. We're not a bunch of losers like that. It's not what we do. But this shit right here is ridiculous. I love this. I love the fact that there are going to be people that are going to push back on this. You know lefts, lefties, the BLM, they're going to try and push back. It's like, but I don't know. Like, no, you, I don't give a fuck about what you think. You're not being discriminated against. It just means you're not, we're not talking about it in the classroom. We have better things to talk about than your bullshit. Educate these kids. We're educating them on the wrong things. And you think this generation's bad. It's going to get worse, folks, because they're being brought up with this crap being fed or fed to them. So, well, Kamala Harris has a new word salad. She's mocked on Twitter because she says community banks are in the community. Such depth. Such just away with she articulates these points so well she seasons her her wonderful sentences with such just very poignant and, and classy words 
community banks are in the community. No fucking shit. Nailed you it. You stupid cunt. Her oh. speech writer went like this. <laughs> Good job. You nailed it, Kamala. We're so proud. Keep going. Of you. Keep going. <laughs> Vice President Kamala Harris was blasted for another repetitive word salad that went viral Tuesday. Harris, I mean, how hard is this? Just read from the teleprompter, you stupid bitch. Biden can't even do it either. I know. Instead, he's I, just I, like, I he does, he's like, end quote, begin, take pause, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, these people are so stupid. These people are so stupid. <laughs> it's like. Did they take her brain? Dude, like when she I, became vice president, did they like scoop her brain out? This is what affirmative action gets you. Stupid people that got there because of the color of skin, not off of, of the content she was of the character. An idiot during her debates as well. She was. That's again, good point because yeah. she polled at one yeah. percent. Democrats did not want her, but Biden picked her because she's black and a woman. I mean, she must be given. Biden could have went with Tulsi Gabbard. He could have went with Tulsi. That would have yeah. been an awesome one, I think, because she'd have like went against him left and right. Oh yeah, uh, but. Uh, she must just give an incredible blowjob to get to where she is right now. No, nah, bro, it's not even that. It's the fact that she's black and a woman. That afforded her the right to be elected, afforded her the ability to get elected or gotten picked as VP. That's the only reason. Oh, Amy Klobuchar is 10 times smarter than Kamala Harris. Oh, I know. That's I know. that We're picking from the bottom Ooh, of the barrel on this one. It's like Neanderthal at that point. It's like... <laughs> Hey, What's guys, smarter, I picked my VP as a brick. Yeah. Uh... We picked a coconut as my running mate. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing Bush. Could do that. I know. Harris was at Kathleen University in South Carolina when Education Secretary Miguel Cardona for what was billed as a roundtable discussion with student leaders. At one point, she talked about how the Biden administration has invested in community banks and got stuck on the word community. I wonder why. Socialists coming out in Kamala. We invested an additional $12 billion in the community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Did I mention community? Community. We got to stay together, guys. Community. She said in a clip that made its way around social. This woman is the dumbest fucking woman in politics right now. I'm trying to think of anybody else out there that is dumber than her. Even even, uh, speaking with forked tongue fucking Warren, even she ain't this dumb. No, she's just a professional liar. Exactly. She's a pro. Kamala's stupid. Yeah, she's, I mean, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it. Well, if you haven't seen this, I saw this hit TikTok. Adam Levine, front man to Maroon 5. And normally I don't give a shit about stuff like this because who gives a fuck? But this dude is like, what the fuck? Adam Levine um, apparently had a one-year affair with some some woman on TikTok Who's just cloud chasing at this point? She made a TikTok and then showed the receipts of the texts that Adam Levine had sent her and stuff like that, um, which he can sue her for that. That is a breach of privacy, which I looked into stuff like that because my ex was going crazy and just saying all kinds of stupid shit. Anyway, I looked into things like this because I've seen other people having to deal. That's why when these people go forward on Facebook and shit like that and you're posting screenshots, even if they're fake or whatever the case, you can still get sued. Mm-hmm. I've talked to our lawyer about stuff like that for people that want to like troll me and stuff like that because I, I had like two or three stalkers. Yeah. Same shit. And I can actually sue them. Mm-hmm. So what she did is she went out there and she did this video and she tried to play it off as if she's the victim. And she's talking about like Adam Levine had an affair with me for over a year, blah, blah, blah. I feel I was so young. I was a victim, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, you're not. You chose that route. He's guilty, but you're guilty as well. You don't get to sit there and yeah. pearl clutch and say how you were manipulated. You knew he was married with kids. That's your fault. 
Well, in true Me Too fashion, um, yoga teacher accuses him of sending flirty text messages among ongoing cheating rumors. Levine, whose wife... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back. The reason that I wanted to bring this up, though, is Levine apparently had texted the same girl who came forward. She said they were he was out of her life for a while and then came back into it because he said he wanted to name his newborn after her. Hmm, that's weird. His mistress. That's fucking crazy. Is it true? I don't know. I have no idea. What's her name? I don't know. I don't care. Curious. Levine, whose wife, Bahati Prinslow, is pregnant with the couple's third child, has now been accused by several women of inappropriate conduct. Um, after more women came forward saying that he had received inappropriate flirtatious texts from married Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine, his alleged former yoga instructor from 2000 or 2007 to 2010, Alana Zabel, shared... She was also the recipient of texts, but that the personal ramifications she suffered were far more severe than the others. Uh, Zabel shared to her since-deleted Instagram story saying, one day he texted me saying, I want to spend the day with you naked. She said, I was in the bathtub, but my jealous ex saw it and went into a rage. She continued on writing, I assured my ex that I was sure it was meant for Adam's then-girlfriend, Becky, and was a mistake. I texted Adam to see if that was the case. Adam didn't reply, and my ex became violent, breaking my wrist. I don't know if any of that's true. That sounds like she has terrible taste in men. I was about to say, maybe the problem is you. Now, I'm not saying you deserve what happened, but I'm saying no, well, maybe you should I'm get like, away from fucking jealous men or superstars like that. They're going to do that. Take a step back from dating. Maybe. Reevaluate this inside of here. I just you know, don't understand what's going, what's what's going on. What self-respecting man would see that his girl is getting a text from Adam Levine and see that and be like, look, either you fucking block him do or I'm gone. Do we know that's real? I, dude, I don't I mean, know there's because there's like, so much cloud chasing. Yeah, there's so many people. I don't know. Like I, my I, question is, why is she now coming forward? Before I commit to a side, I'm gonna have to see some evidence. Exactly. Exactly. Otherwise, you, you get caught with your pants down, like Adam Levine. Honestly, I think the the issue is just these women are coming forward saying, "Oh, I want my I want my spotlight." Oh because yeah. Come to find out, the original woman who came forward on TikTok, she's got an OnlyFans and she referenced it. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Go fucking figure. This is what they do, folks. This is what they do. This is what Hollywood is. This is what they are. It's ridiculous. It's fucking insane. But color me shocked. I'm not really shocked. Not no. shocked at all. Well, that wraps up today's episode, folks. Hey, if you're on Rumble, hit that share button. Make sure you give us a follow over on True Social at John Burke. I'm also on Locals. If you look at the Locals thing right here, our community is actually growing really fast. If you click to join the Locals community, I'll also be doing uh, doing updates in there regarding the show. Uh, Locals is joined with Rumble. So we've connected the accounts. We have the John Burke community over on Rumble. We'll do updates over there as well. It's a simple app. It's I mean, I only follow Tulsi Gabbard over there because she was the one that turned me on to her. No, you did. And I looked her up. She was on there. Um, you can also support the show through there. We appreciate that. Big thank you, everybody. So again, we are on Rumble Monday through Friday, uh, roughly around 12 p.m. CST. That's when we're going to go live. That's the schedule we're going to have. That's the schedule we're going to stick to. So whether you do or don't get the notifications that we're live, open up that Rumble app around noon and see if we're live. You'll see us there. Also, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are downloaded. Give us a share. Tag your friends. Share the streams. It does wonders to help us out with our numbers. We can't thank you enough. And as always, we are sponsored by ShellShockCBD.com. Go check out the Rackout Gummies. Code MUG on $50 or more saves you money, and it gets you this awesome mug valued at $14. You get it for free. Ceramic, it's amazing. It's great. Makes things taste delicious. It does. You got anything to add, man? Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. As always, you stay savage, America.